Hi, this is TJ Miller, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour, unless you're not listening and you're just watching it, which doesn't make any sense at all. Oh, hi, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined once again by a man who is completely nude from the waist down and is currently filming a second podcast simultaneously starring his naked boner. That's Jeff Clark. Hey, what's up, guys? Great intro. And beaming to us from the stock room of a used toy store... The bearded He-Man hoarder known as Shuddy Boy. Yo! <laughs> Good Man. intro week. Got a, a, a strong jump off. Essential. Yeah. Essential. Hopefully it's not all episode. downhill from here. <laughs> yeah, that would be a huge <laughs> bummer. Like, man, MSPH nailed the intro this week, but whoo, what a stinker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It almost always works the other way. So, yeah. Well, I got um. We touched on it lightly in the in the Easter egg, but I got my I got my second shot this past weekend. So I can give I can give a little bit of a heads up for anybody else who hasn't gotten there yet. You know, they say that day after is kind of rough. Yeah. Does your arm hurt? Arm still hurts. Yeah. Like if I if I raise it, it's a little sore. I managed to get like a a workout in this morning. It was okay. it was a little tougher than usual, but you know, fought through it and got my shit done. Um, I'm a little tiny bit mildly groggy today, but not that bad. I'd say the day after was kind of like um, it was kind of like a shitty hangover. You just feel a little run down, a little sore. Um, got... Do you smoke some Seth Rogen weed to get over that hangover? Oh, you know what? And I fucking should have. I just laid in bed all day watching samurai movies. And okay. nodding well, off. it gives you something to review, I guess, right? Eh, I don't think anybody gives a fuck about samurai movies from the 50s. But Yeah, well. I, uh, I, I heard some people saying like two hours after the second shot, their arms started to hurt a little bit, and then like six to eight hours when they start feeling the symptoms. I was good for about 12 hours, and then I started getting, like, the chills. I got around 11 in the morning, 11 at night, body started feeling a little weak. I was like, ooh, this is a little shitty. So, went to bed, woke up a couple of times with, like, a headache and some aches and stuff. And then in the morning, because, you know, I got nurses in the family, and my, my, my aunt and my sister were telling me that, you know, keep some Tylenol on hand and... uh Wait until your temperature is at like 100 or 101 before you take Tylenol or anything. So, because I know that they, they, the, the whole point of you feeling like a little shitty is your body amping up all those antibodies that gives you immunity and shit. Um, that's another thing they were, they were telling me also when you get sick. Like, if you have a little bit of a fever, there's obviously something in your body that you're... Your system's trying to flush out. So if you just immediately start taking Tylenol and shit, your body won't, you know, your temperature won't get high enough to fry it all off. Uh, so I was just sitting there waiting 
for my temperature, I kept taking my temperature and shit, and it never really got over 100. Then it was like a little bit over 100. And they're like, you know, just, yeah, yeah, you're at the point now where if you're already feeling symptoms, take the fucking Tylenol. So I took the Tylenol, and, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes later, I was chilling. And you've been, bad. and you're good ever since. This I mean, yesterday, right? I w- yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yesterday I was like, I slept a lot. Um, I took about like two, three hour naps. And, uh, yeah, it was... That's my it, typical weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm a napper. Like, it was like a shitty hangover, you know? I've been there. Well, I've been there countless times. And I'm a pussy. Right. Well, now that you're saying it's not so bad, maybe I'll get it. I'm going to sign up. I'm going to get on the list soon. All my, my family's getting it, and it would just make everything easier. Plus... Have you? I guess you haven't really interacted with many people, but once you tell someone that you got the vaccine, I'm interested to see, like, to get your feedback on their reaction to you being vaccinated. It's probably, I feel like everyone like gets a little pep in their step around someone who's vaccinated, and they feel good instantly. I mean, it was just Easter this past weekend, and everybody went to my grandma's house because in Jersey, because everybody's fucking vaccinated. So they just had like a normal, guilt-free holiday hang. I felt good, I bet, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was on the Zoom with everybody watching them, you know, from bed. The fucking samurai movies <laughs> on the TV. Just like, oh, why not me? Why not me? But you're good to go for the next family gathering. Yeah. When are you going to go see your family? Uh, my mom has already gotten her first shot. I want to wait till she gets her second shot so we can actually, like, do stuff. So, I don't know. Probably, like, I'd say in a month, I'll probably fly on to Florida. In two weeks, my grandma and my aunt are flying to San Diego. And then we're going to, we got a uh, a rental in Palm Springs for the weekend. So, that'll be sweet. Nice. Another romantic getaway with mom. She's not going to be there. She wasn't invited. You fucking chicken fucker shuddy boy <laughs> oh man well i'm pumped for you buddy i know you've uh you've had a pretty lousy year being cooped up nearby yourself in studio city right next to poop slime alley but we're getting out of it it's nice i mean when i got fired and started going to ellis's house twice a week to do the show and we're having in-studio guests it didn't seem that felt a little downy. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole lockdown vibe was pretty much gone after that. Gone to a couple of restaurants lately. I'm ready. Yeah, you've been, you've been just doing life like normal, right? Dating. You got, you got what I want though, Jeff. You got, you went to the theater. I'm, I'm at a point now where I, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't feel weird about going to the movies, but I want to go to the ArcLight. I don't want my first time back to be with some bitch ass AMC. <laughs> I hear you. AMC's by me are nice, but I got you. So you're just gonna? No, I mean, come on. You got a? Is there any like um, path or or timetable set to when Cinemark is gonna open or the ArcLight? Excuse me. I don't know. They they said because like L.A. gave them the thumbs up, but they were like, yeah, we're not gonna really be the the statement they made was they want to wait until there's stuff. That's like worth that'll get people into the theaters. So until more studios are putting stuff out, they're 
not going to... Oh, shut, he's pissed. <laughs> he just fired a dog. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> you got your fucking Pack walking up. papers, doggy. Pack your shit and go. Empty your desk. <laughs> he's having an HR sir or an exit sir uh, I'm interview gonna, with I'm, Sharon. I'm just, I'm not going to be able to do this all episode. So I'm probably just going to end up having to jump off. It has been a rough fucking day and it has not stopped since we started recording or hasn't stopped even since we started recording. So I don't know how long I'm sticking around. Just this fucking dog. You're going to go. Actually, I don't, I don't want to joke about it. It's, it's ten subject right now. All right. Maybe maybe Cra- give your the dog some He-Mans. Crazy UCLA and Gonzaga game this weekend, Kevin, huh? Did you see that? The craziest. I can't <laughs> I can't believe the Bonzangas won. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah, you're close. Zaga did win. Good call. Yep. It was their their big bazongas that did. What are you talking about? Yeah, oh, I guess the, you make a good point. There is no there is like not a huge urgency to open up if you're the Cinemark or if you're the Arclight. Because of the whole, you know, there isn't really any new movies coming out outside of the Bob Odenkirk legendary action movie. But like, are they like rent control? Like they don't need to pay bills at all? They're. Not, they're I was not thinking like about that, up. and it's like, it's like you know what? If I'm paying five hundred dollars for a bucket of popcorn, you motherfuckers should be able to survive uh, uh, a little time with the door shut. Oh yeah, another three years based yeah. on how much they're fucking selling their concessions for. Yeah, popcorn is dirt fucking cheap, yet you got to pay out the ass for it. I hope that's just, you know what? I hope you guys were smart with your money. But I do, I, yeah. I want to, I was curious, we didn't We didn't get to it last week. You went and saw the Bob Odenkirk legendary action flick, Nobody. What were the, the protocols like? Was it weird? No, I mean, you had to buy like seats, like there was, there was a, not really. There was just social distancing. Like there was the minimum, I think, of like three or four seats in between whoever was in your party, right? So wait, you couldn't I'm not sit sure, next, like, to, next to your brothers? No, like I can sit next to my brothers, but then there was like seats like kind of, I think, blocked off and you were supposed to sit. Like they're only selling seats. Uh, you can sit with your group and then there are four seats apart or five seats apart before the other group. And I think it was like a max of like six people together. Maybe it was less. I don't know. I had three, so I didn't like clear the max or I didn't have any problem with it. Just going with my brothers. They took our temperature uh, when we got in, but that was it. I mean, that's all that needed to be done. Man, I had, I had that happen uh, going out to, to dinner the other week. Got the the laser forehead temperature check. That was the first time that's happened to me. Oh yeah, I got that when I went to Korean barbecue uh, last week as well. So I feel like that yeah, shit's not I accurate. Like, I mean, it's accurate enough to pass the health safety inspection test, right? Like if they're yes, if the health if the health officials are like, this is accurate. I guess that's all that matters. That's all they're looking for. Imagine if they had like a fucked up thermometer thing and they're just letting everyone in. Ooh, <laughs> that'd be that'd be a scandal, huh? Or they have to shoot that laser up your ass. It's like, sorry, we're only taking anal, rectal, laser t- temperature checks. 
Yeah, we're trying to get down to the uh, nitty gritty here. So <laughs> bend over and give us a predator. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, you're gonna have to get the fuck out of here. Your asshole is too hot. Ooh, too hot. <laughs> yeah, you meant you fucking melted the thermometer with your butthole. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, so do you get a card or anything once you've gotten your second shot? Like, can you just like flash a vaccinated badge around town? Kind of. I mean, oh, I don't yeah. know if anybody necessarily officially gives a shit right now, but uh, the, I mean, they give you the card, the CDC card, when you get your first dose, and then you bring it back, and then they fill it in for your your second one. So I'm completed. I got a full set. So how many Tinder photos do you get nowadays? I th- don't you get like ten? Is that one? Of, was did you put a picture of your vaccination card as one of your ten photos? No, I've it, I was using a different app. I haven't been oh. on Tinder. I actually haven't been on any of them in a while now. Yeah, you're gonna get married soon, huh? You found the <laughs> keeper. <laughs> That's how it works. What? Three what was the three one days that you, and a ring you comes liked? Out. The hitch or not a hitch? Uh, what, what was the one I, I've heard? I was using Hinge. Hinge, that's what it was. Because yeah, you actually see who who's swiped yes on you. It's not like some weird mystery game. Yeah. Yeah, I I went on I think I went on one date through Hinge since I've been single before the lockdown. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. The hinge. I like Hinge. So I feel like Tinder kind of went the way of MySpace. Where every time I opened it up it seemed like porn bots. It was just just all porn bots. I gotta get on there. <laughs> well, but your only fan- is there a lot of? Do you see like any uh, OnlyFans links on Tinder? Because that would be like a wonderful way to like market your your OnlyFans. Uh, I don't think I specifically saw. And like I said, it's been a minute since I've been on Tinder. I'm about to download it right now. It was mostly like. Girls that were clearly taking modeling pics and barely any clothes, and then like want to see more, go to this busted ass link at the bottom. It was just straight up porn bots. Do you ever watch any of the porn? No. No. I don't. I. I, I was insulted that they felt like they could trick me. <laughs> so I, I didn't want to give the robots any wins. I would have been duped every time. Oh, okay, cool. Let me see what's up. Oh man, I'm really a fucking hit with these porn chicks. This is awesome. <laughs> man, these I'm chicks a, love me. A fucking stud. <laughs> Eight swipes in a row. <laughs> I'm going oh, to try to set up a ninesome. The dragon's on fire tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I felt like I had to um, check a couple wins in the, the column for humans. Like, you're not fucking tricking me, robot. You can't use my horniness against me. Yeah. You're not you're not a Reddit sub thread or an OnlyFans that came across my uh phone or came on my phone as I got a hard on. I don't <laughs> yeah. have time for this shit. <laughs> nice try, robot. I'll see you <laughs> I'll see you on Reddit hashtag wet butt cracks. <laughs> yeah. Nice try, bot. I'm gonna jerk off on pornhub.com. Hey, speaking of wet butt cracks, yeah. Shuddy Boy. Yes. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, didn't you get a, a little a little surprise, a wet surprise? Uh, I was like, where the <laughs> fuck is this going? Hey, speaking I of wet, like, wet butt cracks, Shuddy Boy, don't you have one? Yeah, I was like, I have not sharded in recent memory, so I don't know. It's been three weeks, uh, buddy. What we're got a little mud about. ass, huh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I need this just in case. Um, uh, Demon, well, why don't you don't you have something to? Uh, yeah, I just pulled up the email. All right, why don't you do that first? Okay. Wait um, a second. You guys got something coordinated. I'm completely confused here. So Shuddy Boy on, to... on our Patreon does the the show the pff, show. Soda the jerk. soda jerk. The soda jerk show where he reviews weird um uh sodas. Just all the all the weird flavors, off the beaten path stuff, exotic sodas, if you will. Because as we all know, Shuddy Boy is a soda junkie. And I'm a man of the world. Very worldly, that Shuddy. Yeah, that's what that's one of the things lots of people say about me when when they're <laughs> asked to describe me in one word, worldly. So uh, the homie Demon Metis looked yes. you up, and he also sent in an email here. Oh, boy, that's a long one, too. Okay, so he says, I'll explain shit in this email as I'm going with a logical thought for long enough. What's he? I don't know. Uh, the Mountain Dew, yeah, my sister bought that for me in the summer of 2008, I believe. You got the bottle now, Shuddy. Uh, and I thought it looked cool with all the 4th of July themes, so I put it on my fancy shelf, and I didn't drink it or even think about it until a couple Christmases later. Someone noticed it, and, well, by that time, I wasn't going to do it, so there it sat. Fast forward a couple more years, uh, a move or two later, this wonderful beverage, uh, being on that fancy shelf, it got treated with the utmost thought and care and got put in a long box in the back of my closet for the remainder of time until one day tuning into my favorite podcast. Well, uh, second, the Jason Ellis Show podcast Patreon. But, you know, Puminati for life. Shuddy Boy skulls a 22-year-old Coke and says, I wish I had an old Mountain Dew. So I knew I had this Dew. I found it and I sent it to you. I would say let's go old school and drink it in the Easter egg and talk about it vaguely all show, then address all the other shit in the Patreon. Uh, all right. So I guess he was hinting at a, a marketing ploy for us, but we're just going to do it on the main show. <laughs> yeah, which has its advantages as well. We don't have to allude to it the whole time. We can just talk I about it specifically. <laughs> I didn't think. Let me go get a clear glass so I can pour it out and you guys can see what it looks like. Yeah, that would be awesome. All right. Be right back. So Demon, I didn't think of that in advance. I think it's going to be less highlighter green and more piss yellow. So At least that's what I'm hoping for. Demon Metis goes on and says, thanks so much for all the hard work you guys put in. Shuddy boy, love the soda jerk. Maybe some more pop coming your way. Kevin, just straight up killing it everywhere. Cross the streams. The Ghostbusters defeated defeated Zool by crossing the streams. Uh, use them all, for they are all at your disposal. And Jeff, keep that taco meat flowing and hurry up NBA playoffs because I took a bath in the NCAA tourney. Uh, so it's all riding on tonight. Baylor? Oh. Now, while I'm doing this, you're going to... 
You and me both, brother. You're going to come back to life. Oh, look at that. I saw Ruby's head poking out. <laughs> maybe she was maybe she was just um hypoglycemic and needed some sugar. I mean, it's been Oh, look at that adorable little head. That's what it uh typically is. And so I gave her some honey at noon. And so it's been 5 hours of this. I've been sitting vigil. She just wants to do the do. Yeah, you got to put a little... Uh, it did It did a little... I heard yeah, it. Yeah, I heard the fizz. Got the soda queef. <laughs> Come on. Never heard that term. Don't be difficult. Don't make me it fire you. Not... Does Look Ruby it. have like a Look dog it. bowl? How does, how does she drink? Oh, no. Uh-oh. It's, be- it's bent the... <laughs> <laughs> it bent your soda opener. You'll make me fire you, Cap. Fuck. <laughs> oh, no. You really got to negotiate with that, huh? You need a machete. Should have did an Easter egg. That guy was right. He tried to prep us. Well, that's Uh-oh. not encouraging. What? What What happened? Oh. There's a whole bunch of crusties in the bottom of the cap? Like some black dots. Moist black dots. Which would lead one to believe maybe mold. No, that's not what I think. But we're shrinking them. We're 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 not stopping, Jeff. We're not stopping. Don't worry. Okay. So this is Joe goes on. The date on the bottom of this is September fifteenth, two thousand eight. So that's when it expired. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You are adventurous. See, I this is a Mountain Dew? This is a Ooh. Mountain Dew. It looks like a Champagne. Shuddy Boy's like one of those poison testers for a king. Like, he has an asbestos stomach. So, you know, a, a, a 13-year-old Mountain Dew, that's just like, oh, I took a sip of water for me. Looks like a Riesling. He's like sniffing it like it's wine. I, because it smells like paint. Not like I'm just hoping that if I keep sniffing it, maybe I'll get a hint of Mountain Dew that'll not make me quite as nervous about this. At least the Coca-Cola looked and smelled the way it should. Maybe you should mm-hmm. tongue dart it. Yeah, definitely do that. Yeah, definitely. And I think the reason the Coca-Cola us. was fine, <laughs> looked and smelled reasonably correct was because it was old enough that it was made with real sugar. This is corn syrup. Oh, I doesn't can it last longer? If it's oh, corn Ruby, syrup? Ruby's on the move. Oh, 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 Shuddy's chugging. Uh, okay, he stopped. He's thinking. Put some ice in it and really enjoy that. What's the? Goes the oh, I put it in the freezer before we recorded. Um, oh. Oh, look at that. Ruby is about to make a run for it. What's the alcoholic pairing, liquor pairing with Mountain Dew? Is it like Southern Comfort? Anything? Does that, I feel like I've never even heard of like a Mountain Dew alcohol I, beverage. Even with how much I drink Mountain Dew, Ruby, uh, with how much <laughs> I drink Mountain Dew, it was never really something I mixed booze with. I just would do Southern Comfort. But yeah, Southern Comfort... Uh, 
I did do Mountain Dew Voltage, the purple one, with Malibu, which was pretty delightful. Oh, that sounds pretty good, actually. It's a summer drink, huh? It was definitely a summer drink. It was definitely something I tried last summer. Did you put Um, umbrellas in it? This isn't very good. Does it taste like paint? Well, you're going in for your third swig. It it can't be that bad. It's got almost like, you know, when you eat a banana, Jeff knows this. But like, yeah, I had one last week. Oh, so like definitely. your tongue gets that like weird kind of like dry sensation sometimes, and like the roof of your mouth from a banana. Like if you eat the um, the stringies, like one of the pieces that peels off the banana, it's got like that kind of tart, like weird sensation in your mouth. Sure, I know what you're talking about. That's what this is giving me. There's there is a slight hint of Mountain Dew taste, um, but it's mostly bananas uh, and paint. But it's it's not. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to drink this whole thing. Unfortunately, I was so looking forward to it, opening it up, it being that beautiful shade of unnatural green that Mountain Dew is. <laughs> I will say though, the uh, the black mold adds a nice rind to the flavor. I mean, it is. It's cloudy. Yeah, dude, that looks like a fucked up. Yeah, that is sample. kind of. That is piss yellow. That's what I was looking for, actually. That I uh, met my expectation. I'll tell you that. I feel like Shuddy's gonna have. Yeah, powers. I don't have anything big enough to pour this in, so we could see if any like chunks fall out. Oh, let me, you know, let me just see what I can find. All right. Well, in yeah, the go meantime, get a boss. Jeff, what do you think we could do to convince Shuddy to eat any chunks that fall out? Let's, like, let's try to convince him that he's definitely going to lose the Oscar bet this year, so he should just buy out now with the chunky. Yeah, that'll that'll like negate the whole Oscar process. We won't have to make our votes. Like, yeah. Just kills the bit. You know you're going to lose, Shuddy, so just save everyone some time and drink the fucking Mountain Dew chunkers. <laughs> we could also tell him that maybe there's a chance it'll give him powers. Chew on him. Like, uh, like he'll be able to see through walls and stuff. Yeah, like the clumps are just like condensed, dense sugar. So it's almost going to be like just Mountain Dew flavor burst, you know? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to like it. I feel the power. It's tingling. I think I'm a mutant, guys. <laughs> he turns fucking green. You know, your green face beard. I think I. Oh, I think I'm eligible for the X Men. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What if a bunch of like um, fried his face sh- matches his shirt? Some like shrimp tails fall out of it, like that cinnamon toast crunch thing. Oh, well, I never got to the bottom of that story. Well, did you find did you? I don't know if I don't know if we said that. I think we probably said it off air because, like, I remember that dude is apparently like friends of friends or like rolls in the same circles. And I feel like around the time, all right, Shuddy Boy pour, poured it into a pine glass. There doesn't appear to be any radioactive chunks. Shuddy's they are it. definitely you. I they won't be picked up by the camera, but there are definitely. 
brown flecks floating around in there. Like there's one just, like right down here. Yeah. It Oh, I think it's COVID. <laughs> are you this regretting? Not, are you regretting drinking that? Yeah, on a scale of zero to ten, how nervous are you right now about this? I'm not that nervous. I didn't drink that much of it. I'm glad that I decided not to just power through it like I did with the Coca-Cola. Uh, yeah. Which you back to a regular soda? To, I do you have a regular. I had one. No, I had a, a Mountain Dew Major Melon ready to go, Thank which God. pairs very nicely with the Caribbean Mango. Anybody? Oh, Weedling. Yeah. Gotcha. Yes, but sir. That's a legit recommendation. That's a good. That's a good pairing right there. Honestly, I haven't had some. We lean in a while. I'm overdue. I might drink some tonight, actually. It'd be a nice way to end my evening. Okay, so speaking of weed lean, my I don't think I'm blowing up anybody's spot by saying this, but my grandma is coming out to Southern California. And we're going to spend a few days in San Diego and then go to Palm Springs. And she wants to get stoned for the first time in her life. And the snitch on her grandma like that, huh? <laughs> for the first time in her life. She's 82. Do you? And wants to get stoned. When? 82. So she was 20. Would have been the six. Never. She never got high. Never in the 60s. No. She never even started drinking until she was in her like 40s. That's that's weird. Never had a cigarette in her life. But I think with, you know, everybody legalizing it and the 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 haze of reefer madness settling and like, yeah, it doesn't turn you into some fucking drug-crazed maniac violent rapist. I think she's you know, she's realizing she's 82. She's she's in her twilight years and she wants to experience some things. And I don't know if I should talk her out of it. You absolutely should not talk her out of it. No, Shady, are you okay? the perfect time to do it. What happened? Yeah, is this Mountain Dew starting to hit you? Nope. You I the uh, responded incorrectly to a work message with several expletives thinking I was speaking to someone privately. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Like in Discord or did you drop any C bombs? No, in the manager in the manager's group chat. Oh fuck. Are they all beneath you? Could you fire them all? Because that's what you should probably do. Just fire everyone so there's no witnesses. Uh the I mean, there's I really think it uh, normally I I say WTF in the messages, but I just feel like actually typing out what the fuck is so much more aggressive uh, than just a WTF. Uh, But I did it in a store manager's group chat. So my bosses definitely are going to see it if they haven't seen it already. 
and then the other managers in the uh, chat are going to see it. So everybody's hey, like, what the fuck is all this fucking shit? Usually somebody gives me a smooch before they fuck me. It's a little locker room talk. Nothing wrong with that, buddy. It's Tom locker room talk. <laughs> Thought you guys were tighter than you really were. So <sighs> I says to this guy, I says to him, what are you just going to suck this acai out of my dick? it's an off day you you know what you should start drinking you should start drinking you should start smoking pot my back hurts I need to smoke some weed but I was trying to hold out until 420 just get fucked up dude it's a national championship game tonight come on you have a mulligan tomorrow which championship Gonzaga versus Baylor no it's College basketball. Women's basketball. <laughs> Men's. Boys. <laughs> well, of Epstein would say boys. Well, I mean, they're kids. They're college kids. I don't know. I don't want to call them men. They're all fucking younger than me. Little shit. Shuddy, now after seeing Ruby pop up so many times, how is she doing? Nope, she's back to... Well, she's chilling. For people that are listening to the audio podcast and when you get to the Easter egg, um, Ruby the Ferret has been uh, a little under the weather lately. And I know Shuddy's been super worried. Doesn't seem like she's doing too well. And she was very, very low energy. And uh, I don't know, seeing her poke her head up a few times when the Mountain Dew came out looked, looked a little promising. Holy shit, I had that same exact water bottle. Maybe you got to put some code red in there. Maybe that's what she was trying to signal to you. I remember we talked about the water bottle. I said that I had the same one for the ferrets. She's drinking. I mean... I hear it. Hey, that's a good sign. I hope I hope she's okay. Man. She does this like every month or so. She gets really... And I just can't bring myself to to make the decision because other than this time, she's acting pretty normally. Like she's active, she eats, she drinks. Like other than these bouts of, um, you know, almost like what I said in the Easter egg, like seizures and she does have tumors, but otherwise she's, She's an elderly ferret. She's not like a maniac, but she's active during the day and during the night and she eats. So I don't want to make that decision too prematurely, if that makes any sense. Is it like a flare up thing? You said once a month. I don't know. I know that, you know, like I said, she has uh, some tumors forming down her throat and chest. And ferrets are known to have something very similar to diabetes where they are producing too much insulin. And so, so I think it's a combination of that. Yeah. She's <laughs> I see your little head right now. <laughs> oh, she's adorable. <laughs> oh man. That makes me miss pets. 
Uh, That's awesome. I actually, had an, uh, I actually had an offer for you. I was going to save it for the Patreon and uh, kind of was going to put you on the spot, but I wanted to talk to you about something. He you wants ready? you to take over the care of Allie Muffin. Yeah, uh, me and my brother is going to go to upstate New York for, uh, I'm going to go for like a week or so, or maybe longer than a week. My brother is going to go for a week and we need someone to take care of Allie. Now we have a few people that are down already, like the neighbor wants to babysit Allie or offered whenever, you know, we were out of town or going away, she would hang out with Allie, uh, my ex, bunch of people. Allie's fucking awesome. However, I know, uh, you know, you've been without a pet for a little while here and maybe you like to hang out with little mama oh any interest she is freaking adorable yeah um, um i actually have some stuff that's taking me out of town for a little bit coming up so we i just have to see when you're actually planning on going gotcha hey fuck you Allie. said kevin sorry can't sleep over and i know sorry, she gets, i communicated to her i know she gets very bummed out seeing people play video games Oh yeah, I might trigger Dude, her. That's, yeah, she's definitely not gonna. She's definitely not gonna want to hang out with you if you're gonna be playing video games all the time. She might see me bust out we're... comic books and be like, "Oh, are you fucking kidding me? This guy re- reads comics," <laughs> and she dives through the window into Poop Slime Alley. <laughs> yeah, it's very rare when all three of us, uh, well, me and my brothers, are playing video games. But every now and then it'll happen. It'll happen. And she just like sits in the dark in the corner somewhere and just angry and bitter. Like, I can't believe these fucking guys. Like your girlfriend. Hello, yeah, yeah, exactly. my old friend. <laughs> Allie's in the hallway again. All right. Well, uh, we might have to give her back to the Vietnamese for a week. Do they ever come by and visit her? Uh, do I they mean, miss her at all? Not really. Not not her. They'll come by and visit us. And she's <laughs> and she's just she's a like bonus. A, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know how they could have let her leave in the first place. Like the dog is just so chill, so adorable. Yeah. Um I think they have another dog and she's not that chill with other dogs. But oh. I don't know. I haven't really noticed that. I, I what I've noticed is that other dogs hate her. It's like a weird thing. But She's not like an aggressive dog. I don't know, whatever. But I wanted to throw that out to you in case uh in case you want a little friend for the week. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, if, if the weeks line up, I could be into that. Where the fuck are you going? Get you vaccine in your Pop Springs. Setting. Oh, okay. Well all right, fair enough. I thought you were referring to something else instead, that's why. No, Palm Springs in Florida. And, man, I really do want to go fucking snowboarding. I know my days are numbered for this season as well. But it's been over a year. And it's like, it's like the, one activity, the one physical activity I can get down with. And right when I get back into the swing of things. Oh, global pandemic. Oh, oh. My brother we'll is really, he really wants to go to Austin and Chicago. Once everything cools down, what's like going to be the, so you have snowboarding Palm Springs and Florida, but Palm Springs and Florida are hanging out with the family. What's yeah. like another trip that you're looking to take? New Orleans for sure. I got to get back to New Orleans. Oh yeah. New Orleans. I got cock blocked I'm on. Like go- I had a trip booked 
And then, you know, that, that was when the, when the pandemic, we thought like, oh, in a month, things will be back to normal. Oh, virus has a fucking two-week cycle. As long as everybody just chills out for a little bit, it'll run its course, and then things will be back to normal. Oops. So, yeah, the, the hotel we had booked just straight up canceled on us. It was like, yeah, your, your reservations are canceled. Nobody's coming. Uh, so that was the last booked trip that I had before everything went belly up. And fuck, I miss New Orleans. That was, like, the one thing I got right about COVID. Like, it being a short thing. I, I knew immediately that we were not in for <laughs> we were in for the long haul in that one. Everything else, all my other COVID predictions are pretty <laughs> off. But yeah. hey, I haven't been to New Orleans since that one time I went. You want to go? If you want to travel, buddy? Fuck yeah! I think I do. The last Is time I went to New Orleans, we're traveling together. Fuck no. I don't think so, right? Homies take. It's trips. gonna be weird if we sleep in the hey. same bed together, though, right? As long as we don't go to that um, bungalow place in Key Largo, I think we're chill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'll Airbnb with you or get a hotel. Fuck it. I mean, no, last we time... Just, we last just need one I... queen. We're good. <laughs> one queen for two queens. <laughs> I, went to, I went to fucking New Orleans by myself the last time because it was right after Christmas. I flew to Florida. I had two weeks off from work. So I did like six or seven days, maybe a little bit longer in Florida, and then just decided to make a three-day pit stop in New Orleans on my way back to L.A. I brought my laptop, and I went to some bars and just did some day drinking and busted my laptop out and probably looked like a total fucking dork. But it was cool. Nice change of environment, get some writing done. Uh, And that's a dangerous city to be in by yourself because my last night there, I blacked the fuck out. And I don't like blacking out when I'm traveling with people, let alone blacking out all by myself. Yeah, there's some dangerous slash sketchy parts in New Orleans. You probably shouldn't be going unsupervised. No. Drunk. I woke Even, up. I mean, outside of the French Quarter, if it, it's sketchy as fuck. I, 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 main, I maintained the, the perimeter. I stayed in the French Quarter. It was like I, I did my drinking that day within walking distance of my hotel. But when I woke up, my pants and shoes were covered in mud. But yeah, even being in the French quarter can, uh, can be dangerous. I fell off my bar stool and I think they kept serving me. If you're going to go, Oh yeah, well, whatever. It's new Orleans. No holds barred. (laughs) If you're going to go in the summer, when we went, when I went, it was November and I just driven from like the snow or upstate New York's climate. And I remember it being so fucking hot and humid. If we go in the summer, dude, that's going to be brutal. It, it, I've been in March and it was hot as hell. And I've been in June to where I had to shower. I showered twice a day, once in the morning and then once before going out at night because it is oppressively humid. Yeesh. So if you yeah. go July, August, that is not. Yeah, I'm that's gonna lose a weight. I'm going to sweat out some fucking weight. I'll tell you that. Shuddy, what Which about you? A bad thing. You got your eye on anything? California, A. Fuck yeah. It's going to be weird. You come out here and there's not going to be really all that much to do. Well, I mean, actually, that's not true. They're they're 
I'm this is going to be interesting to see how things go because they they just announced in like I don't know a week or two that indoor venues are going to be opened to like limited capacities and stuff. Well, you have to also think Kevin that other than when you lived at the first apartment, so when you moved out of the apartment by the bowl, yeah. Whenever I come out there, you were working and I'd come out during the week. So I'd hang out in the apartment anyway and just smoke weed and play video games and read comics. So if that's all that I can do while I'm there now, that's not really that big of a change of pace, even though I'll just be hanging out with you more because your schedule is a little more uh, flexible. I mean, I feel like we could probably score some tickets to comedy shows and stuff if they're doing... I can't. That's one thing I'm I'm really looking forward to when they're doing indoor shows at like the comedy store and shit again. I'm pumped for that. As long as I can go into a dispensary and we can go someplace for and get food, I I would be that would be a nice vacation. Didn't didn't Biden or uh, didn't Biden or Newsom say something like? there's going to be enough vaccinations in California for everyone by April 15th. I don't know. I would assume by like about... May 15th, we're going to be good to go. Right. I mean, what else can you do aside from that? I mean, I know they've ramped up the production and stuff, so there's going to be a big supply. I know they're trying oh, to um, set up more sites to get, get jabbing people at, at higher numbers. Seems like the average is up. They got like four over four million shots in one day over the weekend. So I think it's I think it's charging up. Um, I don't know about the availability, but it's definitely going to get easier before it gets harder. That's for sure. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, I think I'm you two are the only harder people. before it gets easier. No, like it's going in the the right direction. Like you two are the only people I know that don't at least have their first shot. Yeah, we're rebels. I'm not. In, <laughs> well, I have much better excuse than Shuddy. He's he's in a tier that I guess has access, early access to the vaccines. What about smoking? I'm last smoking weed. If if they're Does like, it, count? It, it should. If smoking ciggies counts, what about smoking weed that cruds up your lungs? No, it doesn't. Does it? Yeah. It does, not the way uh, tobacco does, but it does have some uh, negative effects. Yeah, I mean, look at your bowls when you smoke. I gotcha. Yeah, a lot of resin in my bowls. Sometimes I take resin hits, actually. It's kind of nice. Oh, Just give dude. me those carcinogens, you know? It is not nice. <laughs> yeah, I get a little headache, but hey, I'm partying sometimes. Yeah, one for me. I'm very, very pumped that it's been so long since uh, I've had to resort to doing resin hits. That used to be the way, like, when you would break a bowl, you pick up all the shattered pieces, scrape the resin out, smoke it in a different bowl to honor it. But, uh, yeah, I feel like I've aged out on that aspect of weed smoker. I've only broken bongs. I've never broken a bowl. They broke all the time at my old apartment because we had tile floors, and I would get stoned and forget that the bowl was on my lap and stand up to go get some juice. And then the fucking thing would fall on the ground and explode. Or you'd have <laughs> a dumbass friend who would 
knock bump into the tray table and knock the bowl off of onto the tile floor. that too i broke numerous bowls at kevin's apartment <laughs> by stumbling drunkenly into the tray table that held the bowl uh, and knocking it onto the floor. Oh, yeah. I was a first-name basis at that fucking sheesh dispensary in the village. That's my spot. Oh. That's a MSPH. That's the MSPH uh, smoke shop. We've got uh, we, should, we should present them some sort of award or certificate, letting them know that we've publicized them and they're our go-to and preferred smoke shop. Yeah. Maybe we can get a sponsorship. Yeah, yeah, we, we don't have to focus in on that. That was a throwaway comment. Well, Jeff, I have something very important for you and the rest of the Puminati. Okay. Mad Scientist Party Hour. Breaking news with Shudder. I, okay, so, well, fuck. Um, give me a second. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I was busy firing people. I, Lost the email. I don't even know where Dom. There it is. How All are you right. feeling, Shuddy? Any any uh, after effects set on from the Mountain Dew chunks? No. Can you see through Ruby? Do you have X-ray vision? I do not have X-ray vision. Well, that's no. a bummer. All right, what's what's uh, what what do you have from the world of Dom? Uh, MSPA Wrestling Eight Origins, Saturday, Ooh. April twenty fourth at eight p.m. Dom's Twitch channel. Fatal four way two. The first match is a fatal four way two out of three falls table elimination match. Winner becomes the number one contender for the new MSPH Hardcore Television Championship. It's T-Bone versus Thunderwolf versus Haffy versus Fonzo. Bunch of bitches. Uh, TLC Tag Team Triple Threat Match for the MSPH Tag Team Championships. Uh, it's going to feature the Masters of the Universe, Battle Armor He-Man and Skeletor. Versus the voice of God, Mike and Ginger and Juice versus Sticks and Stoned, the reigning champions. Oh my! <laughs> what's their uh, what's what's their nickname? Ginger and Juice and, and uh, Deep Voice Mike. Do they, they don't have, have one? one. That's oh, they're just man. the voice of God, Mike. The voice Are of they're... God. Oh. Any, oh. They're their own brands that can't come together and be a, a super group. Then we have a fatal five-way first blood elimination match for the MSPH Canadian Championship featuring Pubic Zirconia versus Chief Brody versus Dominator versus Lowman Chris versus the champion Bonesy. Oh, shit. All right. Now we have a one-on-one -on -one match for the MSPH Wrestle, uh, Women's Championship. Uh, and it has been revealed that Curvy Beer Girl was the one who attacked Snooki backstage after MSPH Wrestling, after the MSPH Wrestling Seven Royal Rumble, and took her Money in the Bank briefcase. Turns out <laughs> that CBG was Snooki for Halloween one year, and always felt she was a better Snooki for the job. Plus, Snooki's <laughs> boyfriend actually accidentally hit on CBG, 
mistaking her for the real Snooki, which ignited their feud on social media. Red Rage, her former enemy, was her accomplice of the attack and was behind the wheel of the limo that sped off from the scene. So it's going to be Curvy Beer Girl accompanied to the ring by Red Rage and cashing in the Money in the Bank briefcase versus Gen T, the reigning champion. Oh, shit. Yeah. Gen T could beat both those chicks. And then the first of two co-main events for this evening will be title versus title last man standing match for the new MSPH Hardcore TV Championship. Current belts will be retired and replaced with the new belt. So we've got... It's unification about the MSPH television champion, Great Poudini, versus oh. the hardcore bitch, the dragon, Jeff Clark. <laughs> yeah, hardcore bitch. Have you seen my last few matches? Dude, I ran, ran over everyone. Fonzo, me beating Fonzo was the most lopsided victory in the history of MSPH wrestling. That's as good as anyone's looked. That's as, that's as gr- good as anyone's looked in a title defense as well. So I, I think you should put some more respect on my belt's name. Once I unify these two titles, maybe you'll have a little more respect for my championship. Title. I got grit. I'm back in the Poudini in this one. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a – the payout's good because he's a plus 5,000 underdog. So I'll put 10 Gs on that. <laughs> oh shit i quick math that's a lot that's a couple million so <laughs> uh and then the second co-main event of the evening will be a one-on-one match for the new msph world heavyweight champion uh the mystery attacker who attacked he-man after the royal rumble of msph 7 stole his money on the briefcase it's better comp- not be kevin being accompanied to the ring by his mystery accomplice versus uh shuddy boy the reigning MSPH world heavyweight champion. The mystery attacker and accomplice will be revealed during the event. And then there will also be a 30 man, a 30 Puminati Royal rumble match for the MSPH money in the bank briefcase. Fuck yeah. Which they could turn in that night for the, for the title belt. So if you win, would you have to fight that, uh, the winner of the, the Royal rumble? If they, um, if they decide they want to ca- cash it in right then and there, yes, it'd be awesome if someone if they were like, "Nah, I'm good. I'm gonna I'm gonna train for the next few months and I'll come get you. <laughs> I'll cash it in next event." Well, that's exciting. I don't want to waste the, their one shot at the belt. What's the date on that again, Shuddy? The twenty sixth, April twenty fourth. The twenty fourth, twenty fourth, April twenty fourth, Saturday. Saturday. Excellent. Well, I know what I'll be doing. Yep, that is uh, that is very exciting news. My nipples are already standing at attention. My uh, nipples have been hard for since we started this podcast. Oh, my nipples have been hard for like three months. I think I need a doctor. I dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I always have hard nipples. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, do you guys re- watch anything in the past week? I have lots. Oh boy! To All right. I thank God because I have really nothing to discuss. I watched part of the Netflix documentary, which wasn't even released anytime recently. It was, I think, it was back in like 2017. That white boy Rick shit, which, whatever. I only got through 
I would say like three fourths of it, so I can't even give it a full review. I'm pretty, I, I pretty much have nothing this week, guys. You're gonna have to really pick me up, Shuddy. What do you, what do you got? All right, we'll go oldest to newest. Got, okay. So, you ever heard it, of this movie no, called it, Citizen Kane? No, uh, The Professional. Uh, you, had, you've never seen it. I had never seen The Professional. Okay, hold on, Kevin. Have you seen The Professional? Yeah. How many professional dicks did you suck? Oh, man. I don't know. It's been a while. I remember liking it. I've seen it somewhere recently. I would say like within the last five years. And what would you rate it? I think I'd give it a four or five. I love that. That movie kicks ass. Gary Oldman kicks ass. It's way closer to being a five dicker than that piece of shit you made me watch. That's for sure. No. Judgment Night? Yep. Put that I, on Lori, not me. I loved this movie. I loved it. I loved it. It was awesome. And it really... Sharon thought that I was, uh, wasn't was really enjoying it because of all the silence. But I... Uh, it was... I thought it was... The shots were very... It was shot very well. I really enjoyed the way the camera angles. And just thinking about some of those swooping shots they were doing through New York city in the mid nineties without, without the stuff that they have to do it today with putting it on a little fucking drone and flying it through central park. I was very impressed. I thought it was great. Uh, The way that Natalie Portman looked at Leon was a little unnerving. Most of the time though, that's, that's something I remember about it. Is that being like really fucking weird? It was very like it unsettling for sure. And then uh, I also uh, so yeah, four and a half dicks for that one. Um, and then I the next oldest one was the last blockbuster. Okay, yeah, that's finally on Netflix, which was very also very good. Uh, Mark and Dom had been talking about it. And so when it was suggested last night, I jumped on it. And that was very, very entertaining. Uh, it's a bit with the part with Lloyd Kaufman just fucking tearing Blockbuster to shreds. Was yeah, he seems like a fucking fantastic. Cr- he seems like a cranky guy, that Lloyd Kaufman. He does. <laughs> real, Wait, what was he bitchy. ripping? What was he ripping Blockbuster to shreds about? Basically, that they were the biggest scumbags in the world. The whole company, yeah, because they won't they uh, won't rent they wouldn't rent trauma trauma movies there. So the so corporate got, blockbuster was... stores wouldn't rent trauma movies because they were a family establishment. So the only blockbusters that carried his films were franchisees, um, but not the corporate stores. Gotcha. So that's uh, that's why. Uh, and that that's a four point two fiver. Oh, why? Wow. So you like that? I really okay. enjoyed the last blockbuster. Did you not like it, Jeff? I didn't even see it. Uh, I thought it was it was very well done. I gotta be honest, I'm not that interested. Is it still? Does it still exist? It's in Oregon, right? It exists probably because of this documentary. You know, partly because of this documentary and all of the buzz that being the last blockbuster has like i i said to sharon after we watched this after we watched it last night 
that I had never really been that nostalgic for going to the video store. Like I remember it fondly, but I never like last night I legitimately missed it. Like when they were talking about like, that's how you spent your Friday night. You'd go, you order some food, you'd go walk around the video store for an hour, pick out a couple of movies and go home and watch them. Like it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was, that was pretty cool. The, the woman that runs it, she just goes to like target and shit and buys, you know, five copies of each new movie that comes out. And that's how she stocks her, her new rentals. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, and, and she, she just feels- refuses to close it. I mean, I guess it's still, it, you know, that's her. That's her business. Money. That's her livelihood. I wonder. I wonder how like hard it is to get a job there. I'm sure like everyone wants to work at that video. I think store, it's like all like her all family kids. stuff. No, not not for, not real family. Oh, I oh. thought like some uh, of her, her kids did there. all work there, but she's like. They call her the blockbuster mom because all the kids in town at one time or another worked at one of the blockbusters she was in charge of. And so they have like blockbuster family barbecues every year, like an annual party. And that's just like employee party. Yeah, exactly. Reunions and shit. Does she does she just go fucking nuts on Netflix? No, because surprisingly uh they explain that Netflix they they explain a couple of interesting things one the dude who created Netflix walked in the blockbuster and in the early days and offered to let blockbuster buy Netflix for 50 million dollars and blockbuster laughed him out of the room uh, he just did. He just go to like a random blockbuster. Like, hey, buy no, he went to me. Blockbuster Corporate. <laughs> like, he went and had a meeting with the CEO of Blockbuster, who laughed in his face. <laughs> and, Yikes! Um, that must be like my Venmo feeling times one, like times a billion. All right, I, I made no money off of being right on uh, on Venmo, and that guy's made fucking billions. Man, that's got to feel so good, <laughs> right? Like that satisfaction, right? Like you pitch them like an idea that they would have made stupid, stupid money off of. Yep. They left you out of the room and you made the stupid, stupid money. Like, yeah, and they're, well, de- and they're dead. They did explain that it wasn't Netflix that killed Blockbuster. Blockbuster was... Because uh, I, I was telling Sharon when we got to this part that I, at one point I had a Blockbuster online subscription and a Netflix subscription. And I preferred Blockbusters because there was a Blockbuster video two miles from my house, really convenient. So when I would get a movie in the mail from them, I could watch it and then take the envelope back to that blockbuster, they scan it in as returned and it starts the process of getting another one out. So it was faster than you could, the turnaround was quicker than Netflix. But when Viacom bought blockbuster from the guy who owned waste management, they did it. So blockbuster because blockbuster had cash flow to take on the debt of Viacom. So at 
when Netflix was in its infancy, they had capital to build their subscriber base and Blockbuster didn't. Blockbuster was on the verge of bankruptcy. And so that's they were why, footing the bill for Viacom because they were footing the bill for Vi- they had all this debt that they had taken on for Viacom. So but Blockbuster was when Blockbuster failed, they were doing on demand streaming like Netflix does and Netflix wasn't. They had the in the store option and they had the the by mail option that like I said I thought was I enjoyed more than Netflix because you could take them right to a store, get them scanned in and then in two day a day or two you'd have the next movies versus a three or four day with Netflix and allegedly I was burning movies very rapidly at that point. So the quicker that I could, could get them into my possession and out of my possession might've been better. Allegedly. Wait, by burning, like ripping them from the DVD and like save them to a hard drive. Do you allegedly have any of those alleged uh, spindles of burn movies? Allegedly. Uh, Wait, when you burn a movie, allegedly, if you were to burn a movie, do you does the original disc get destroyed? Hold on one second. Not not. You're gonna show us a dead body. Pouring gasoline on it and lighting it on fire, burning it, Jeff. No, well, burning is in ripping. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's the big deal with that? Obviously, it's not like Blockbuster would be pissed. But like, whatever. You're not gonna retroactively get in trouble for something like that, or could you? I guess you could, right? No, we've I passed think, the statute of seemed, limitations. You seem right. like you were confused by the term burning. I was confused on why he was weird about it. Like, I don't think it's a oh. big. Why can't he just say, yeah, "I was burning these fucking," I was getting blockbuster discs in the mail and I was burning them because whatever, fuck it. Like, I, who didn't <laughs> steal music? I don't know. It, it felt like awkward when it didn't need to be, is what I'm getting at here. If someone was going to allegedly burn movies, what they would do is they would use a program to rip it to their computer and then possibly burn it onto something that looked like this. I think that's a DVD. Yeah. DVD, are, yep. Okay. And then they may do something like go on to eBay and buy empty cases and then print out cover art for them but only in black and white because the fa- the family printer could only print out five full color ones on a full ink cartridge so he learned to not do he might have learned to not do that and print out black and white at work allegedly I think i think all the asses are covered <laughs> so shuddy what else did you uh review so you fucking helped kill Blockbuster, huh? You piece of shit. You got Blockbuster's blood in your hands. Blockbuster was getting... I had the highest subscription they had. So it was like five DVDs a month. Or so they were DVDs. making the most they could off of you. You did your best. For five that, DVDs at a time. Yeah, I mean, they were getting money from me for sure. Dude, I have a... I have a broad called Broadway video. It's on Broadway just around the corner. It's a video shop and they have like a GoFundMe like link. Like, Hey, if you, you know, like video stores, help us out, support us, go to our GoFundMe. Yeah. Southern California has a lot of Southern California has a lot of rental shops. 
I feel like um, the oversaturation of hipsters really helps that market thrive here. Uh, Shuddy, oh, yeah. what else did you watch? Um, Bad Trip. Okay. And I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah. It, it wasn't as over the top as most of his stuff, but it was a good laugh. I was stoned. I enjoyed it. Like, there's not... Good cheap you know, laughs? Yeah, not too much more can be said than what you said about it. It was... It was just fine. It was the second of a double feature, actually. And after Blockbuster, first... no, uh, Blockbuster was the most recent one we watched. Um, we watched that last night. No, Friday night, the kids and I did a Kong versus or a Godzilla versus Kong bad trip double feature. Yeah, I watched Godzilla oh. versus Kong as well. You fucking pussies! How was it? I I enjoyed it. What did you? Th- what before I go too deep? What was your initial? I liked it too. I thought because I like I like the I like Kong Skull Island a lot. I thought Kong Skull Skull Island fucking kicks ass. Godzilla King of the Monsters kind of sucked. For the, the I mean they threw everything. They had Godzilla fighting every fucking monster that exists in that movie. And it somehow still sucked, but I I really enjoyed this one, the uh, you know the human element and like the, the the human story threading it all along got really stupid at some parts and borderline just made absolutely zero sense whatsoever. Yeah the uh, the the stuff not directly relating to the monsters was pretty pretty eh. It wasn't anything great. It wasn't it. But they kept those parts short. <laughs> and like the fights between Kong and Godzilla were a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, the fight between, uh, I was, I started making jokes that they were going to have a, a Batman and Superman type moment from Batman V Superman, where one of them says Martha and the other one realizes <laughs> that that's his mother's name too. And it did kind of happen. Like and then that. they just 69 on a pile of crushed buildings. Uh, but the fight with the the big bad at the end was was fun. Now, do you uh, think like if we say who the big bad is, that's a spoiler? Because I remember when the trailer first came out, people were saying they spotted this character in the trailer. I think because it doesn't get revealed until I would say the last act, really the last act of the movie. That it's it a spoiler. would be considered a spoiler. Okay, well, I thought that reveal was fucking sweet. That was cool. That that three way fight was awesome. The special effects look great. Right. I mean, they go. I couldn't even figure out like they made really really big leaps just to string the the plot points along. But there are apparently portals all around Earth that lead to a hollow Earth. So there's like this whole biosphere at the center of the earth where all these giant monsters come through. And somehow there's a light source in there. There's like a fucking sun inside the earth. How is there sunlight in there? That was confusing me. I I Um, didn't even, I hadn't even thought of that. I couldn't wrap my head around how the gravity was different. I could, yeah. How Kong could jump from, so it was like two worlds inside the hollow earth like this 
and then he could just jump from one to the other. Yeah, and gravity, gravity doesn't flip fucked. and like doesn't send him flip. You know. Uh, Wait, are we still talking about Godzilla? Yes, King Kong. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Okay, so yeah, they went are. science. They went there's additional science fiction. Yes, it's they put a hat on and then they put a hat on that hat and then they put a hat on that hat. It's utterly fucking preposterous. That but first I fight scene with Godzilla and Kong. Oh, when they're fighting the across middle, aircraft carriers in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, that giant sick. that giant container ship. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That was awesome. It was it was very stupid. It was stupid and preposterous and I loved it. It was it was so much fun to watch it. Um I wasn't going into it like oh, let me put my science hat on. Like I'm sure Neil deGrasse Tyson would watch it and his fucking head would explode. But it's it's Godzilla fighting King Kong. I don't give a shit what stupid rules they make up. They're, they have magic spaceships that fucking go through wormholes in Antarctica and end up at the center of the Earth that has a sun inside of it. I don't care. I don't care how stupid that is. It was just so much fun watching those guys beat the shit out of each other and destroy cities. There's so much destruction in it. I don't know. For how stupid so it was, much. I love Hong it. Kong uninhabitable for the rest of man's time on earth. Like, but the way they had no, like, no. the way they had Chinese all the, will rebuild that shit in six months, the way they had the neon set up on all the buildings and it was like reflecting off of the giant Titans looked so cool. Like the style of it looked great. The colors look great. I, and I'm willing to make a gigantic forgiveness of how stupid the plot was. And, I will say though, I really, really liked the uh, the chubby black dude who was the conspiracy theorist. The guy from Atlanta. He played Paperboy. I like that dude a lot. I like that character. I like that actor. Anytime he was on screen, like that, that was actor. enjoyable. But yeah, um, I can't help myself. It was stupid as fuck, and I'm giving four dicks. I'll probably watch it again sometime soon because. I don't know. Uh, mindless, stupid fun like that is very welcome from time to time. I, I've always been confused on how King Kong can even like stand in the ring with Godzilla. Can't Godzilla shoot like lightning or fire out of his mouth? Yeah, but King Kong's also a giant, strong gorilla. Yeah, but that's a giant, strong lizard. Like, if you can fire a projectile, you should always be able to win. Well, get this. Another inexplicable thing that I don't give a shit how they crowbarred it into the plot. <laughs> oh, King wow. Kong has a fucking magic axe in this. And it was sweet. An axe made from the spine of the species that Godzilla is, by the way. So is the theory on that <laughs> like most axe most axes or like sharp objects can't penetrate Godzilla, but because he's using his own species spine, that that will be able to break its skin. No, it's that they didn't even explain the, the that. idea. I think is that Kong's species and Godzilla's species have never gotten along, and that's why in the the place of Kong's people, he found this giant bone that has this spike attached to it that's from the back of a, Godz- a Godzilla-esque creature. It's from Godzilla's mom. Do they, t- they talk about the lingering beef between Godzilla and King Kong. How long have they been at it now? 
It's just so that because they both want to be alpha. Oh, wow. It would be like if either of you two had a set of balls and tried to step to me to be the alpha of the podcast. Well, yeah. You keep firing people. I don't want any part of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stick my fucking magic axe up your ass, shuddy boy. Yeah, I'll let Kevin out alpha you. <laughs> <laughs> so, shuddy, what was your final verdict on it? Uh, I enjoyed it. Three, seven, five. It was just it like he's, uh, everything you said about it was correct, but it was just enjoyable to watch. Like it was just a, it, I wish we would have seen it in the theater, but with the size of our family, it would have been exorbitant for not a normal movie going experience. But this would have been a lot of fun to watch in the theater. This is absolutely just a, in a, uh, like a, a quintessential, just, it's a popcorn flick for sure. It's not yeah. a cinematic ma- masterpiece. It's just something to watch and be enter- mindlessly entertained for a couple of hours. Yeah, if it's still in theaters when ArcLight opens up again, I'll I'll go see it in the theater. I'll pay I'll pay for a ticket for that. And and it just it seems like there was no post credit scenes. It just ends. So I don't know if this is the end of the line for this monster universe. I don't know if they're going to be making more. But I hope so. Kong Skull Island kicked ass. This kicked ass. The last Godzilla movie kind of blew, but... I, the, <laughs> my, the problem I had with the last Godzilla movie was Millie Bobby Brown was so whiny and, like, constantly hysterical. Oh, and the, the, the chubby kid from Deadpool 2 and Hunt for the Wilder People, the Kiwi kid was in it, and he was, he was pretty good. I liked his character. Kevin, didn't me and you go see Godzilla together? We, we did, right? Might have. I think I that's the... when he was messing with the computer and tried to say he was qualified because he went to HTML camp one summer. Yeah, saying you went I to think... HTML camp kind of, that like ages you as a thirty-five-year-old. That is like <laughs> an eighteen-year-old kid. I think Godzilla, the, that last one, was the worst fucking movie I've ever seen oh, in the movie theater. You and I, Jeff, might have gone to see the one that had Brian Cranston yeah. and Kick-Ass in it, which was definitely worse than the most recent Godzilla movie. Okay, that's what I thought you were talking about. Wait. No, there's been another one since then. Fuck, dude. Yeah. And I know this is weird. Leon the professionals in this one, but the that other Godzilla movie that that's in Madison Square Garden. I always liked that one. That was always the a Matthew good, Broderick and I have one. A fond, yeah, the one with Puff Daddy doing the remix Cashmere. <laughs> uh, I like that one, dude. I always thought that that blonde there was hot, and like I hold. I don't know. It was like I remember that being like a good day for me because my dad took me out of school and we, you know, got to go get milkshakes and go to the arcade and go see Godzilla. <laughs> and I just remember that day kicking ass. And I and I like that movie. I like that movie. And then since I found out that everyone clowns on it and apparently it kind of sucks. But I can't remember. I, I didn't the last know there was, I saw that movie. Yeah, I don't know. Next time you come across it. It's probably even hard to find because there's been so many Godzillas that have come out recently. I didn't even I, I honestly have no idea what you're talking about with the other one. I know the Brian Cranston one, I know the one, you know, Godzilla King Kong just came out. But the other one you're referencing, I have no idea. You said Millie Bob Millie Bobby Brown was in that one? The, Millie Bobby Brown, Ch- Kyle Chandler. 
Yeah. No, nah, dude, I have nothing. It's like just... a whole bunch of like Godzilla monsters come out. Like Mothra's in there. The King Kadira. Yeah, the three-headed dragon guy. There's like this weird woolly mammoth one. There's like tons and tons of monsters just come out all over the globe, and Godzilla has to go fuck them all up. And there were some cool oh, battles so... in it, but they weren't they weren't that great. Uh, all right, well, maybe it's worth another watch. I think they're all on HBO Max. I've never seen any of the classic Godzilla ones. I've never seen any of like, the, the super old school ones. Oh shit, really? Yeah. I've seen I've seen a couple of them. I, I think, think they're on HBO Max as well. There is a there is a Godzilla versus King Kong, right? I think I've seen like the original. Is there an original version? I think so. I don't know. That's Pretty a universe sure I never fucked that. with much. But now, now that you're getting older, you're get, you're getting into Godzilla. Interesting how that works. I don't know. I like these new ones. They're just big and stupid. Sometimes, for sure, big and stupid is is you know just what the doctor ordered. Twelve hours ago, the Ringer scientists debate who would really win Godzilla versus King Kong. God damn it, scientists! We're the only fucking scientists that matter on the show. Oh, what do they know? What do they say though? Do they actually do they have like an easy to find score or like I don't know, like how many scientists voted Godzilla to win or is, do you have to read the whole article? <laughs> I'm looking just, at it right now. Just fucking just people talking shit, hot takes, scientists hot take. What do they have to say? What do they Yeah, I guess you're skipping uh, it. Yeah, King Kong. They vote Kong. Even though he- I don't get that. Like, oh, if you but he doesn't have to shoot something. <laughs> he has the intelligence, athleticism, and physical traits necessary to take down the world's most famous giant reptile. All right, yeah. take that. Jeff. I guess I can't argue that. You stupid scientist. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue. I can't speak to King Kong's athleticism. Uh, well, I got a uh, an email here from. Garth from Alberta. And he says, I've been a longtime listener and Patreon supporter. I got a random brain question for you guys today. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for today's random Random brain brain question. question. Bring it on. If you had a chance to experience your worst fears in life, but had no physical repercussions from it, would you do it? Mine would be, having a horde of spiders that are on fire with knives on their legs climb all over me. Well, that's all I got for you guys. So, party on, <laughs> Kevin, Shuddy, and Dookie Boy the Cocksucker. Thank you, Garth, Thanks. for your email to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. I think my biggest fear... I, have, I sometimes have reoccurring nightmares that I'm on a gigantic pillar... And it slowly starts falling over. A lot of times it's in the ocean too. But, you know, it starts falling and then it picks up momentum as it falls further. And I usually wake up before it hits. But I don't know if that qualifies as so, my biggest fear is, is, is heights. Yeah, I, that's like one of my biggest fears. But I would go... 
I would go bungee jumping. Like I like roller coasters. I would go skydiving. I think I don't have a fear with flying, you know, like rooftop parties. Nah, pretty good on that. I don't really, (laughs) you're scared of rooftop parties. Yeah. Yeah. It's like stuff like a ledge that I could easily be pushed off of or thrown over <laughs> or something. That you I'm, think you're going to you say the wrong I mean? thing and someone's going to get pissed off and push you off the roof? Yeah. Whoops. All right. Enough of you. Oh, <laughs> that wasn't very woke. <sighs> <laughs> oh, yeah. My my uh, non-woke commentary could definitely get me thrown off a roof in oh, LA. Oh, no, you pussy. And then my other one, I don't know how you could. It could get you thrown off the roof in anything that would be considered anything other than a red state. Stop it. I don't, we're not here to talk politics. And the other one that I have, I don't think it's even applicable, like asteroids. How could we experience an asteroid and there not be pain? Like, am I the only <laughs> one that am I the only one that's alive through that? I guess. I don't know. That's a good I, point. I don't know how to answer that one, but still it's ranks up there with my, one of my biggest fears, asteroids. I think my biggest fear is those fucking stupid centipedes that are always in urinals. I hate those motherfuckers. I don't like looking at them. I, I don't like pictures of them. Centipedes. And I'm not what afraid they're going to hurt me, but I don't want to be covered in them. Like if I went no, on Fear w- Factor and they covered me in centipedes, I might have to be like, all right, you can keep the $50,000. I'm out of here. I'm confused. What does it do with a urinal, a centipede? Well, because there's certain centipedes that only show up in urinals. You never saw them at school? Never, sometimes you go to piss and there'd be a centipede in the urinal? No, I don't know. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Google, Google house centipede. Because those are the motherfuckers house. that I hate. The They like basements. They like cold and damp places. So they're in bathrooms a lot. They're in basements a lot. I hate them. They look like they're from another country. They have too many fucking legs. The legs are too long. So you long. hate them because they're foreign. They're extraterrestrial. Shuddy, you fart face. Uh, you said from a foreign country. That's exactly what you said. They're legal aliens. Kevin doesn't like them. Your exact words were, they're from a foreign country. I said they're from that's another what planet. You said. I said foreign country? Yes, you said- did. <laughs> <laughs> See, I heard my mouth say from another planet. No, you said foreign country. Oh my god. Well, what planet are they from? I don't know. They look like they came from outer space. Jeez. Do you see them? Are you googling them? Yeah, yeah, I got house centipede up. The I'm trying to I'm trying to say or read the official name of them. Scudagera Colio Petrata <laughs> Petrata uh, yeah, You know what I'm talking about? Google, Google man, House Centipede I'm not Googling it because I don't want to see a picture of him but I'm glad Shuddy Boy and I were able to keep our giggling under control to let you say that clean Scudagera Colio Petrata <laughs> <laughs> That is That is the uh, I think that is the proper term or the scientific term for a house centipede. I hate those I don't th- fucking I don't know if I've seen these. You've never Maybe seen I one have. of those. Shuddy, do you know what I'm talking I, yeah, about? I'm sure I'm sure I have. I, yeah, I'm sure I have. But you're familiar I don't with have these, like a, a Shuddy, take. Shuddy, you're familiar with these scudageras? 
Gutijaradi is how you spell say it. <laughs> Wait, okay, that's the family. I'm saying, like, if you just Google house centipede on the right, it has like house centipede animal. Then it has a little uh, Wikipedia like. Did you go to infograph? The- so before, yeah, before you even click into it, it's still in Google. It says Scutigera. The family is Scutigeridia. But it's a Scudigera colia patrata. It's like not to be confused with horchata. Portrata. It says including, uh, and Get it's it. colia. It. It's like almost. I would say it almost like Cleopatra. Yeah. Colia, colia trop. Uh, I don't know, or Alithereu maculata. So it sounds this like you're your ordering spheres. Sounds like you're ordering something at Starbucks. <laughs> I, yeah, I hate these motherfuckers. They were in the basement of the house I grew up in. They creep me the fuck out. I would, I would get real nervous anytime I'd flick the lights on because when you flick the lights on, they like scurry away. And uh. Anytime I saw one, it would make my fucking skin crawl. My skin's crawling right now just thinking about them. Hate them. Death to all Scudigeras. And I'm not, I'm not afraid that they're going to hurt me. I don't think they bite. I don't think they have poison in them or anything. I just don't want their disgusting tentacle legs on me. Hmm. Like, I don't think right. the ecosystem of Earth would collapse if those things went extinct. Yeah, like what are the... There's got to be animals we don't need. Oh, man. And I had a pet cat when I was a kid, and sometimes... He would eat them, Jeez. so the cat would run up to me, and there would be Scudigera legs hanging out of its... Fuck you, Shuddy. <laughs> oh. Get him with the Canadian geese. Come on. Let's turn oh. this into a fucking phobia knife fight. See, he's using his using bullshit against me. I don't know how to do that. You better... You do it. You, you be better... a goose. Be a goose, Jeff. Let me see. Do do I didn't think it was going to get that... Harsh of a reaction. <laughs> Can you put a filter on that turns you into a goose? <laughs> that was fun. I don't know how to do that. Health heights. No, that was wrong. I swear to God, Jeff, if you turn into a Scudigera, I am ending the Zoom call. Wait, can you guys don't be a still see me? Yep, we can still see you. <laughs> All right. Am I a goose? I, no, I accidentally like exited self view so i can't see myself i don't know how to get it back oh guys am i a goose yet wait did i turn into oh, a scooter uh what about you shuddy would you myself. would you face your fear with canadian geese if you knew they weren't gonna hurt you yeah i could do that what if they all like crawled on you would you that lay, would be pretty tough. Would you lay on your stomach and let two Canada geese give you one of those walking on your back massages? No, probably oh. not. Hey guys, did you come with a happy ending? <laughs> yeah, what was? <laughs> hey, which one of you so, geese are gonna jack me off? I mean, the guy who was it that left the voicemail. I'm forgetting his name. Garth was it? Garth. It was an email. Excuse me, an email. That yeah, was it Garth, was Garth, right? Yeah. 
Okay. So, I mean, he's giving you like a, a free pass or like you just experience your fear and it's something that you're going to, I don't know, it's not going to, it's not going to kill you. You're able to move through or move past quickly. What's the one fear you deal with? I, you have to pick ghosts though, right? Because it would be pretty cool to know that they were, they existed. Well, here's the thing with that. Would facing it, would I then not be afraid anymore? Or just because I don't get hurt, would I still be afraid? Because then knowing that ghosts were real and still being afraid of them would make it worse, I think. <laughs> like, if if part of it was, okay, you deal with it, nothing bad happens to you, and then you get over the fear, then yeah, that one would be would be the one but if it's if it's like this thing you're afraid of isn't going to hurt you but you're not you're still going to be afraid of it and so it would just then confirm that that fear was valid that see that's yeah, where i'm yeah, at I with get, the with the scudigeras like if you i know they're not going to hurt me but if you put me in a coffin and covered me in those motherfuckers i feel like i'd be traumatized yeah I don't think that would help me. I think whoever that psychologist is that says that shit is a stupid one. Uh, and I want no part of that. All right. Well, I think we have... Well, hey, good good Scooter Garrett talk, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Scooter Garrett. I do believe we have yeah. a little bit of time for some... Voicemails, yay! So... Let's get right to him. This person has things to say. Damn it! Hey, MSPH. This is the first time calling in. Actually, I have something to contribute for once. Been listening uh, for a couple of years now. Found Kevin through Ellis, obviously. So, Kirby Beardsall called in about the air, uh, airplane tickets uh, for speed. The way it's done is actually there's marks on the ground that are pre-designated uh, increments of distance, and they have a spreadsheet that will actually say if a car enters uh, the first box or the first line and then exits the second line within this time, they're going this fast, so on and so forth, and then they have an officer down the down the road a little bit further, and they'll radio to him and actually have that officer pull him over and get the ticket. So it's not a drone giving you a ticket, but that's how they do it. Bye. That's cheating. I don't like that. I remember when Easy Pass started becoming a thing. People were afraid to get Easy Pass because there was a rumor going around that, like, you would go through these checkpoints that would scan the Easy Pass and then they would know how much to charge you for the tolls when you would get off at the exit you were going to. And they would look at point A and point B. And if you made it there in a certain time, they knew you went above the speed limit, so they would give you a ticket. And I don't think that was the case, but I remember people not wanting to get Easy Pass because they thought that's how they were going to get them. And if there's an aircraft counting lines or whatever, I don't like that. That seems unfair. It's fucking cheating. All right. All right, here's another another person. Uh, What's up, guys? Just listening to the new episode here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Just fucking threw up, fucking <laughs> doing pest control. I had to take three stank-ass rats out of the back of my truck and 
just about over this job after six years of it. The smells are starting to get to me. Also, because I got my first COVID shot maybe yesterday, my stomach's feeling a little queasy. But just wanted to call in. I heard you guys talking about the getting pulled over by the the CHP or like the Highway Patrol in whatever state by the air. My brother was driving back from San Diego when he used to live in Arizona for a little bit, and uh, he used to drive a TDI Golf, which isn't exactly what you'd imagine as a fast car, but a little thing used to move pretty good and was in a pack of cars with four or five other people, and they were all going about 110, 120, like 15, 20, kind of racing in a pack because it's bumfuck nowhere out there in between. And uh, all of a sudden there was a roadblock up in front of them, and every single one of them got pulled over. They took my brother's license for a couple days only because he had a really good lawyer. Otherwise, they were trying to suspend his license and take him to jail and shit. And it was all just from some fucking CHP. They fly these little airplanes. I see them take off out of the local airport where I live in San Luis Obispo. And uh, just a little single-wing white airplane doesn't look like anything suspicious, but it's CHP up there kind of gauging your speed and sending it down to the guys below yeah. so they can coordinate and pull you over. Seems expensive. But yeah, just wanted to say that. I had something else, but I forgot what it was. And uh, <laughs> you guys are kicking ass. Love the love the Patreon, love the regular show, love the Alice show, love all the snack attacks and the the Pooniverse. Hell <laughs> uh, yeah, everything's been awesome. You guys keep kicking ass. Take care. Thank you. Nice. Thanks, dude. Who, who was that? Sounded like Joel Bong. But I don't think they said who they were. Great, great voicemail. I appreciate that, dude. CHP is the fucking worst. They're the fucking such pussies, dude. They did all they do is write tickets, right? They don't really even arrest anyone unless it happens, I guess, on the highway. But they're like super gotta troopers. Be, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Man, never was into that show, Chips. Let me tell you. I think we got another person calling in about the air speed yeah. things. This is a real thing, huh? Kirby Beer People. Girl really set something off. Ah. Hey guys, this is Taylor uh, from Michigan. I'm the one who uh, explained fan service kind of poorly. Sorry about that. You guys were just talking about, and I think it's episode 502, getting tickets uh, for like aircraft and that type of thing. Um, since they're automated, I don't know if you could do this, but I know when you get one from like a mastermate or something like that, make sure everything is spelled correctly. If anything is spelled wrong, your license plate, your model of your vehicle, your, uh, the street it was on, the city, anything like that, it's technically not an invalid ticket and it's easier to beat. Uh, oh, that's kind of cool. Sounds like it's finally a use to get one of those Volkswagen tour eggs. Good luck spelling that, copper. You spelled my tour egg wrong. No ticket! Um, because it's like they spelled Ford with a S and put sword. Then that's not your model vehicle. And Man, that's a stupid-ass cop. So, the, you, uh, there's an app sword? that I knew about a while ago. I can't remember if it's the exact name, 
basically you uh, take a picture of whatever ticket you got, and they'll figure out the best way for you to beat it, and it, they take like a uh, for them to beat it for you, or give you the information, um, and you end up do beating it. They take like a fourth of whatever the ticket was. So if it's like a $45 ticket, you pay 5 or 10 or 15 bucks. if I remember right. Uh, I oh. don't know if that type of thing is still around. I'm going to fucking park out there during Street Sweep. Everyone then. to try and save money from some of the uh, uh, small town scams or big city scams that they try to pull on people to break in some cash. But keep up the good work for the show. Bye. All right. You need one of the you need you needed that app when you got those jaywalking tickets. Yeah, for I wonder real. if he could beat one of those. Seriously, I mean, I did manage to beat Even one the of them, but I had to pay fucking twice twice the price of the fine to get a damn lawyer to fight for me. Yeah, a lot of tips for uh, the you, speeding tickets and shit. You and your principals. Yep. Couldn't just pay the fucking jaywalking ticket. You had to. Go and fight it. Yeah, fuck that. I'm a big boy. I know how to cross the street. Get off my dick, LAPD. All right, well, we got a bunch more, but we can save those for next week. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to the Puminati. Um, if you need more MSPH in your life, why not check out uh, patreon.com slash mad scientist party hour. There's uh, two tiers for uh, jacked and packed full of content you get endless endless supplies of Jeff's taco meat oh yeah taco meat's all over the Patreon every day is taco meat Tuesday on Patreon (laughs) (laughs) damn right Uh, so yeah check that out if you need more stuff we're always putting up new content all the time we all got our individual shows our joint shows Uh, it's basically it's own Netflix Blockbuster tried to buy us for $50 million, and we laughed them out of the fucking room. Yeah, uh, no way. We have a lot more coming to us. If you would like to be a part of Voicemails, yay, just call 201-472-0139 and leave a message after the beep, or you can simply shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff Fro Records. And at MSPH Podcast. Don't forget to check out Jeff's show, Fade the Media. Uh, what else? Hey, we, we've been putting all these episodes up on YouTube lately. So if you go to YouTube.com slash Mad Scientist Party Hour, you can watch us Please. all in our taco meaty glory. You can see Shuddy Boy drinking that old-ass Mountain Dew, Ruby the Ferret. It's all there. Shuddy Boy scaring me with Plopolingus. What's that thing again? Scoot McNary. Scootagara Cleopatra. Scoot McNary. <laughs> yeah, Scoot McNary Cleopatra. <laughs> uh, AKA House Centipede. Hey! Good. Got all Here, the I'll tentacles. Move out of the way so you can see. I'm not even looking at it. I'm fucking mailing you geese. All right. Yeah, that is uh, gross, though. And that's about it. So until next time, something! Hey, hey, hey. Oh. Oh.
Okay. <laughs> Man, what were you just performing uh, Jeff Alingus on right there? Hey, Kevin. What's up, Jeff? Does my, mag, my, does my mic sound okay? Yeah. How about mine? Yeah, you always... Hi, fellas. I'm the one that's the problem. Hi, fellas. Back off, man. I'm a scientist. You sound great, Shetty. Hi, fellas. I was just about to say, what's up, fellas? So... Hi, fellas. Alejandro Gonzalez Inaritu. What are you uh, performing Jeff Alingas on there, Jeff? His mom. I'm eating like a fucking two-day-old bagel right now. It's so stale, but I had nothing else to eat, so I'm going for it. Well, goddamn. I've said this multiple times, but I do like breakfast food. That being said, I would sign up for a New York City bagel every day for the rest of my life. If it was fresh and guaranteed. Maybe you can sign up for for Gold Bagel. I think you could do bagels through Gold Belly. I'm sure you could, right? They do everything else. Those fucking cookies were... So damn good. I tell you what, though, they like. I would need a little bit of recovery time after eating them. They had. They must have just like so much fucking sugar in them that it just knocked me on my ass. Dude, the older I get, I'm been noticing this a lot lately. I like. I get like sugar crashes, or if I eat like ice cream. Like, I can't stay up past, like, a half an hour after that. I'm done for. Does it fuck with your poop at all? Well, ice cream does, yeah. I. What happens yeah. when you swallow that cum that's sitting in your throat right now? I'm sorry. <laughs> Shuddy hates that. animal. <laughs> sorry, I was, I was having a conversation too, Shuddy. Jesus. Oh, sometimes when I eat ice cream... And five-day-old barrels? Oh. I, for one, enjoy Jeff's uh, Chewbacca noises. So, <laughs> I'm like, either the food is fucking important, or what you have to say is important. They're not both important at the same time. Fucking pick one. Oh man! Christ. Shut. He's fucking pissed today. <laughs> Man, I would not want to work at the Acai Bowl place today. Allie Muffin obviously has better manners than that. She's a fucking dog. I had a piece of bagel stuck in my throat. I wasn't, I finished. <laughs> like I. So you did, but you didn't finish swallowing. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's a big deal. I don't understand why you're so agitated. I'm glad that's over with. The jalapeno cheddar poof. Shut. Are you having a you having a rough day? 
Uh, work's been hell, and Ruby is on her, I would say, deathbed. Oh, no. So, yes, I am having a rough day. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I had to unexpectedly run to a store an hour away and had her in the car with me. It's just been, yeah, it's been shitty. Like, I can't figure it out. I mean. She's just chilling out, being super lazy. Yep. Uh, she does this, th- like, wheezing thing. Uh, that's almost like a seizure, I would assume. Oh, God. How old is Every she? Every now and then. She's five or six. Is that old for a ferret? It's on the lower end of their life expectancy, yes. And she's got like tumors all down her throat and stuff. Like you can feel them when you pet her neck. Oh, shit. So I think after this, we're going to have to take her to the vet. Yeah, that's kind of how shit was going with with Gizmo. You know, they, they say that sugar gliders can live up to 15 years, but Razor only made it to eight. Gizmo made it to 11. Anytime they were at the vet, they were like flipping out like, oh, we never see them this old. They're like geriatric. But like, they both got tumors and cancer, and yeah, when they had to give Gizmo a catheter, his last day, they were like, "Yeah, he has a big tumor in his stomach." They made it really difficult to put the catheter in. So, yeah, it seems like animals, little fur butts, just seem to get all tumory at the end of their days. I feel like nature out in the wild usually takes care of them before they hit that point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Which pet is Ruby? The ferret. The the remaining ferret. Gotcha. That's well, a bummer, dude. <sighs> so, on a brighter note, Kevin, are you fully vaccinated? I am. How excited are you? Pretty pumped. Are you going gonna, maskless? I put my name on the list for a vaccine. Nice. How so? Like on a wait list or did you get an appointment? No, I'm on. Well, so I qualify in Pennsylvania because I'm a smoker. So I'm in an at risk. I have a underlying medical condition. That qualifies me. Uh, but also... Addiction, <laughs> addiction counts? Well, I mean, I like gambling. Smoking counts yeah. because it damages your lungs. But I would have been eligible anyway a week from today because I work in the restaurant industry. So April 12th is when we become eligible for the... Um, so I tried to get... I tried very... Very, not a lot of effort was put into uh, finding a spot where I could get my vaccine. I, there were t- three places in Quakertown. Two said, we have no appointments available, period. Find someplace else. And the third said, 
sign up and we'll let you know when we have one ready for you. Uh, does it also help that I'm a cock smoker? So I put my name on the list yesterday. Nice. Hey, can you chuck me record permission? Yeah. Hold on one second. Yep. Did you guys just say anything to me? My fucking AirPods just shit out for a second. Son of a fucking bitch. Yeah. That's what those under my breath curses were. (laughs) 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 Man, I'm having a sip of water. I'm having some uh, Macintosh issues. These Apple fucks. Although my phone. I've had this phone for a while now. I'm probably due for an upgrade at some point. Might be might be time for a new iPhone, but uh, my MacBook, which is a relatively new purchase that I've been using for all the editing and shit and all the Patreon stuff, it um, it doesn't really like charging all that much. The functionality and everything else is fine, but charging, you know, the the new MacBooks, they don't. The only ports they have are four of those identical USB-C. I think that's what they're called now. Those those little oval ports. So you yeah, need, the Thunder ports or some shit. Yes, yeah, so you need fucking dongles. Oh, one second. You have a USB drive. I need to go fetch my dongle. <laughs> so these motherfuckers, you have to charge it through your fucking dongle hole too. And all four of my dongle holes. Don't seem to like the charger, and uh, I feel like the 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 best chance of me charging my laptop are plugging it in in my room. I I don't know what's going on. It's been fucking up. Like sometimes it would spaz out. Like when you plug the cord in, it goes like bong. But I would be sitting there watching TV or something while it's charging on the desk next to me, and it'll just start going bong 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 bong, and then crash. Like the charging cables being unplugged and replugged, unplugged, replugged. So there's all sorts of crazy shit happening. It's and just another, another situation or another example of you being fucked technologically. Oh, and look at this shit. You see that? No. It seems less cluttered than usual. Is that what you're showing us? No, look at the side of the laptop. See how it's split open? Oh, the battery is swelling. Is that what that is? I don't I... really see it. Oh, on the uh, on the monitor. Yeah. I, I tried to clear off the home studio because... Um... Did you drop it? <clears throat> no. Um... The it's it's been it just sits here it rests on this little riser in the home studio at all times and it has been the first time in a while that I've actually just cleared this whole thing off and rearranged everything and when I went to like close the laptop it went like I heard like crunching and stuff and the little I don't know what you would call these these little joints here those thingies this one's like disconnected. 
So when I went to close it, look at this. See how it's separating? Oh. That's fucked. What's it look like underneath? It looks fine. I couldn't figure it out. Um, but if this laptop goes, that's going to be a crippling blow. It's the end of the podcast. It, it might be another. It might be another six week vacation when this fucker goes. Oh no! I know. I've been backing it up, so I have like all the files and stuff backed up and everything. But it's the configuration, man. It's a very delicate balance of you know the back and forth between the Zoom audios, the recording, and all that shit. I don't know. I'm hoping this is just a cosmetic issue. Because the computer's functioning perfectly fine. I just can't close it. And it, the monitor appears to be splitting in two. <laughs> <laughs> but well, hey, I think we can get another at least two years out of this. I like I like your uh I like your gusto, Jeff. I like that positive thinking. I'm on board. I agree. Yeah, the law of attraction. I want it to live for two more years, so it will. That's yep. how the law of attraction works, I believe. It's the secret. That's what Oprah says. And look at her. <laughs> She's I want rich. all of Oprah's secrets. All right. Uh you guys could oh, hear all the Good stuff. evening, mad scientist. I got everything. All right, we ready to do this? Let's do it. Let's get into this. I'm ready. From Los Angeles, California, we're the Mad Scientist Party Hour. (laughs) 